This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. I am the big guy, Ryback. Thank you for joining me, everybody. Streaming live over on TikTok and Instagram, the big guy, Ryback22. Big, big thank you to everybody over on TikTok. 2.8 million followers. We hit that yesterday, and we are already up. We're up huge again today. So uh, the numbers piling in over on TikTok, greatly appreciated. And numbers on Instagram have, have improved from the huge shadow ban from December through May. And uh, the last like week and a half, two weeks almost, have like seen a slow uptick. So at least we're being seen by a small percentage of people over on IG. So greatly, greatly appreciated over there as well. As always, we're streaming live here on YouTube, Ryback TV, where your super chats are brought up on the screen and answered health, fitness, supplementation, mindset, life, pro wrestling, and anything and anything in between. We're over on Twitch at Ryback Rules and Twitter at Ryback. This show and podcast is available on all podcast platforms. Your iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. This show, this podcast, is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and monk fruit, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors, vegan-friendly for men and women, over on feedmemore.com. We also have all the new merch over there up, the new website. I'm going through changes with them. Earlier before we hopped on here uh, and get ready to, to unveil the, the new website eventually, uh, I got to go through and literally check and make sure everything is on the up and up on all, all parts of it. So it's probably not going to be till the end of this week or early next week uh, because I do not want to release it until it is fully, fully ready on that. And, and not to say that there won't be little things here and there even after, but it's for the most part, I just want to make sure it's, it's really, really uh, where I want it, and uh, it's looking really good, though. Really, really pumped to get that out. You can save 20%, though, on your orders over there, guys, for Feed Me More Nutrition and the merch with discount code RYBACKSHOW20. That's RYBACKSHOW20 at the end of the checkout process over on FeedMeMore.com. Thank you, Brian, for saying you love the supplements. Good to see everybody. Hope everyone's having a good morning. Hopping on for an early show here today, here over in Sin City. Before I, uh, I got to get my 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 training done, and then uh, go back to more feed me more nutrition work. And it's usually uh, it's morning to night of going from one thing to the next to the next, and doing all my shoulder work, which is it's a lot. It's just and I and I I have my moments, so I. Uh, because it's just, it's literally, it's Groundhog's Day of, of doing stuff that's worked and being consistent and, um, and and dealing with everything going on. But I will tell you guys, and I try to always be transparent without saying too much, but 
with stuff going on. Uh, I've been put in contact with a team of attorneys that that have the class action lawsuit against the social media companies, uh, and they are very interested in talking because I'd sent over all my stuff, and uh, and I also have a friend who's involved, who they just spoke to, and uh, I posted all this stuff on social media because with OnlyFans and it was Meta, it deals with Meta, IG. Same one of the same company, even though they're two different companies owned by the same people. Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and I believe is that I think that's all of them. TikTok is not involved in this, from everything that I've been told. Um, but they are they everything that I've told you that's going on with WWE having my accounts restricted, which they have 100% done. Uh, is now I'm going to be having discussions and about possibly joining this class action lawsuit. I don't have nothing's happened yet. But uh, and they're going over everything and looking over everything. And um, but we have our first meeting. I believe it's going to be the beginning of next week uh, and then go from there. But the good news is, is I'm being proactive. I'm, I'm been put in touch with the right people because this is an entirely different thing than my trademark deal, even though in the settlement on the trademark deal, the one of the agreements is WWE. And, and again, they're never going to admit that they have done any wrong or have any involvement in this. They would they would be fools to do so, right? But that is moving forward, you will have no involvement in my social media with that, which I know they're very hesitant to sign because they are guilty of all of this. So I have to make sure I'm taking proactive steps that with everything, because they balked on the settlement for five months. They've wasted five months of time on a settlement they reached out for, by the way. And so like it's like I'm done wasting time. I go, you guys want to play this game? Let's play this game. And so I'm I'm now doing what I need to do, excuse me there, knock over my damn computer, these gorilla hands, that uh that my future and everything on my accounts needs to be taken care of. And uh in one way or another, the truth is gonna come out. But the the end of the day, so what's going on though? These social media companies, it's not just a me thing. They are it is they are conspiring with their partners or anybody that has any polar power or say that has the right connections within these social media companies. And they are wrongfully and illegally restricting and suppressing accounts. And this, and this is going on on, on many different areas and industries. We've seen it on the political side of things. We've seen it on, on from the, the entertainment side of things. And they are going to be looking into this, into the WWE side of things, because there are a lot of other wrestlers. Zach Ryder's another wrestler. Go look at his Twitter account. It is completely tanked. And, and I looked at it. I go, at some point in time, they did something to his account. And he used to have, he has more followers than me on there. And his numbers are horrible. And it's not, and this is what I try to tell you guys. You don't, like, I, I think some people think, too, like, if you leave if you leave TV, right? But we're in a different age now. If you leave TV and you, like, disappear or you're not active on social media, then, yes, your numbers will go down to a degree. But when you have a big following already and your numbers were fantastic before and they suddenly overnight drop, that's where you have to say, and you're very active and you're very successful on other platforms. You have to go, wait a second. Maybe there is more going on here than, 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 than what meets the eye. Right. And, and I, I, I am so passionate about this because I've had to live this for over six years now. And it is, it is going to come out and it's in the people, even then people are still going to say things, but the truth is going to come out and it feels good to be being proactive on this. And, uh, cause I'm going to stick it to them one way or the other on um, this is, this is beyond personal. And like I said, this is why I am the way that I have to be 
on this and being aggressive because I'm dealing with pure, pure evil that if tomorrow I chose to off myself, would they would not care, right? And so I have to do everything that I have to do to make sure that I survive and fight this to get my to where I am seen by my own followers because this is the day and age we live in. And you got to remember, I'm not on TV right now and I shouldn't have to be on TV to be seen, right? So that is, and this is what I am fighting for and being very, very proactive. And I look forward to getting some more information and uh, and I'll share with you what I can as I go forward with everything, but we'll see what happens on that end. What is going on? We've got a super chat. Super chat's coming in. Scott. Scott Beetle. Is it Betty? Scott Betty. Scott Betty says, thanks for live streaming. You're awesome. Thank you very much, Scott. I always appreciate the love and support. That is, uh, you've got the big guy's uh, coffee money coming in. This is a decaf I made at home. I'll go get my regular Starbucks here in a little bit shortly after the show. And uh, do a little shoulder stuff. Get a big arm workout in today. A big conditioning Stairmaster session in. Some hand grips. Get those big Mark McGuire-like forearms and keep on keeping on. I, uh, I'm i looking forward, though. I've got to gotta get somebody for this show because I've got my editor who does, who's amazing in the team that I use. Uh, Pokemon, we're going to go ahead and just shell shock you out of here. We don't need no spamming, man. And you got Pokemon in your name. So it's just kind of that just really chapped the big guy's ass. We're going to shell shock you out of Rybackville. Um, the, uh, now you made me lose my, my train of thought, Pokemon. Hold on. We're going to get to some, we got some good questions coming in here. Uh, we support you, Ryback, you, Punk, and Warrior, the only pro wrestlers I can think of that stood their ground and fought the WWE to the end. Thank you very much. Ed, not a lot of people have had the courage to do it. And you've seen the people that do, they, they, they really, it is, it is, and, and punk much less so punk, much less. So I, I believe he, he had legal stuff, which they through the regular court system, which I believe he won, even though he had, he had, he won against the doctors for stuff specific to him. But I, uh, I should have got they WWE, the doctor actually asked me if I wanted to get involved with that against him, uh, whether it was for defamation, it was for the stuff he said, because we actually had the documents and the drug test, everything that he said, like steroid guy and a lot of other stuff with his injuries he lied about. He would have got screwed on that part of it with me because it was straight up lies. I remember at the time, it was like, I want nothing to do with like, I didn't even listen to the whole thing. I just heard a little piece. Like, I don't, I don't, I want nothing to do with any of this. Like I had all my own stuff going on, but I didn't realize that that, that would have been a nice way to stick it to him on that but and all that stuff just adds stress to your life and i know this from the legal stuff i deal with now it's just stupid it's just absolutely like wwe the settlement the last five months who reaches out to settle and then wait doesn't doesn't do anything in five months like it's just like it's just bs games and lies it's like i'm just gonna win the trademark and keep talking about you guys and i'm gonna i haven't even said the good stuff yet like I, you think i'm that dumb that i'm gonna waste my my my, my big guns yet like no this is so I just sit, just want it all over with eventually. But that that time too, I was so hurt. I was just all of it. I just I remember I told him I go, no, I want nothing to do with it. 
What would I do for a cold? I would take our Feed Me More Nutrition kick-out immune system support, throw in some extra garlic into your meals uh, throughout the day, drink plenty of uh, water, uh, and get some electrolytes. We have them in our finish at BCAAs or go buy some electrolytes from the, from the Whole Foods store, sweetened with stevia preferably. Um, you know, something on the, along the lines of that and just rest until uh, you're ready to start pushing it again. Give yourself a few days off and then and then pick back up with things. Get some if you can get some sauna time in too, without being around other people. You know, you might have to wait to, until you're feeling a bit better on that. But sauna is always really, really good to sweat too. And uh, as long as you replenish yourself afterwards, but to sweat, you're always really good to sweat some of that stuff out. Smooth plug, uh, but brother, I'm not even lying. The kick out immune system support. This is all like. I could sell this stuff all day long because it works and it's not me BSing. It's not. And like, like I told you, we have an over 80% returning customer rate each month. It's like, it's not me BSing and lying. <laughs> and I'm sure there's going to be people along the way that are, that are critical and, and everything else because there's a gazillion supplement companies. But if you just look at the ingredients, you'll see the difference in everything. Let's see here. Uh, Yeah, we're just going to shell shock you out of here. You ask 78. If you're born in 78 asking that question, you don't know. I don't want you here. (laughs) Uh, Kevin says, do you see WWE still being around in five years? Seems like they have been really struggling to create stars and storylines. On top of all the other promotions, seems like WWE is at the end. Kevin, I was actually just thinking about this to myself today that internally they have to be now would i say internally are they freaking out in the sense of i don't think vince is around in five years and i mean i i say that i don't say that like with, with like i don't i don't if i was invested in the wwe stock i would sell i would sell sooner than later and i go one one of the points that you brought up and this is not because i saw this when i was there and that's why i was confident leaving too and not knowing how sig- significant my injuries were but i knew that they had an inability to create stars at the, the, the level that they need to based off everything that that happened with me i lived it and i know who i am and what i'm capable of and i saw what they did to go out of their way to prevent that with that and that was just me and i had my situations and tied in with legal and different things with that right but I just saw it with too many other people that could have been more as well. And I go, but they're making money on the end on right now because they've learned how to make all this money on the back end of things, despite how 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 much individual star power each each unit brings in. They 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 really really mastered this. And I'll tell you this: I think this was Vince's ultimate game plan all along. Vince never wanted to make stars too big, but he had to during the Attitude Era, and that's why we saw the biggest stars. Outside, you saw Hogan was the only one that really, and there was there were others, a macho men, but they they were never the biggest as big, and financially, and that's why they all bounced at all of this. But he had a need to create stars to survive, so he could keep making money against WCW, which is why we saw the biggest stars in that period come out of that period, is because he had to allow talent to go get over in order to survive. And then he tried to to you saw them leave, you saw Rock leave, they got out. When they before they got out, Austin and with his injuries, but he was, and I've heard personal inside things of him screwing with Austin, which is why it led him to walk out initially with other things going on. And 
so I just think that he, and I put out that tweet, like he has this uh, just obsessive compulsive need to control with everything. And I, I, I do not like the trajectory they are on with the stars. Cause a lot of the, a lot of the big names now are in their forties, by the way, which nothing like I'm 40, but I feel like I, I'm, feel better than I did in my 20s. You have guys that are maxed out now, mid, later 40s that have been doing this with no breaks for a long time, right? That all is like, in the next few years, there's going to be a big recycling out of talent with that. And you go, well, who who are the big stars stepping up to take their place? And what has happened, though, is when you don't create the mega stars at the level that they were, it constantly keeps going down. And then when other new people come in, they only can get a certain amount of star power based off where those other guys are. So if it used to be way up here, the star power is like here now instead of way up here. And so then the new guys can only get – it just keeps kind of going down a little bit lower and a little bit lower and a little bit lower every year with that. And it's and it can be very gradual at times. But if you just look at the big overall picture, it's gotten harder and harder and harder to do. And that's one of the other things like AEW. When you have – like in the, you, they had a big, big challenge where they didn't have a lot of star power to begin with. They had some – Right. But not a lot. And that, and that makes it increasingly difficult to make new stars with, with things. Right. Not to say you can't do it, but even the new stars that you make are never at the level of what stars of the past were. And, and, and not to say that they can't be over time because they can. It just becomes increasingly difficult. And WWE has a has a major, major problem with that. Yes. With that. But I believe in what they are doing. I believe they're going to sell. And they're going to let that be somebody else's problem. And I think Vince is in, in Vince at some point, he will know and he's going to know based off of his health and things where that right point is to cash out unless he gets hit with, with something out of the blue with him. But I, I don't like, I don't foresee him being around in five years. I, I don't. And that's not, I just, at his age and the lifestyle he's lived, I don't see it. I just personally don't see it. So I, I think, and you know, you just look around you're like, you're like the star power, and it's not to say not to say talent that can't do wrestling moves. You have people that can do wrestling moves. People have always known how to do wrestling moves. But star power and creating mega stars, larger than life stars, and you just look at it. You can tell this too by social media following on a lot of it. A lot of it that's tied in to a degree on on people and their reach and, and what they what they can do with things. I can't tell you how many people follow me on, on social media and in TikTok that don't even watch, that don't even know I'm not in, they think I'm still in wrestling. They, they, they didn't know I even left because they stopped watching at some point. And that's, and they haven't gone back, you know? So there is, there's definitely, there's a problem. And they and the ratings have gone down and they continue to go down and excuses continue to be made. And it's but it's 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 miscasting the talent in the wrong roles for too long of a period of time. Now they started doing this back when I was there and putting in, in a little bit before putting the wrong talent in the wrong roles and going on and telling and dressing up. You know, like I said, dressing up a a, a three foot midget and that is uh, uh son of a gun. So just to let you know what I deal with. So based off my TikTok now was just banned once again for going to live stream on this and talking. Now I dare you to say anything I've said that would have been that would have warranted a ban. I'm going to have to message my contacts on this again to get my account 
reinstated because this is what I deal with constantly on these platforms. The uh, But if you cast a three-foot midget in, in the role of Terminator and, and tell everyone this is the Terminator, it's not the same. So people will still go see the movie that are fans of the Terminator franchise, right? But they won't, they won't believe to the degree that they would if the role was casted with Arnold, right? And that is that is the the challenge that pro wrestling is facing long term. You can always put out a product putting the, anybody in any role, but it's putting the right people in the right roles, right? Do you think, you know, Wardlow, that's something that's going right for AEW? Do you think they put Danhausen in, in Wardlow's role and in may, tried to make people believe that, that the masses would believe that, right? It would be, but they're not, they're using him right. And I'm not, this isn't a knock on anything, but like it's, it's, there's certain people that you got to cast in certain roles and you, the more accurate that you get that long-term, the better. Don't worry, guys. We get rid of all the people that ask the, the silly questions. <laughs> I banned him, but I'm six foot two on the dot, which he's not here, so he won't he won't know that now. Which I mean, these are the same people, guys, that come in every week that ask my weight and my height. It's a really, really weird, weird thing, weird group of people. Yeah, the TikTok. I don't. I've already had this happen. Like there was. This is what's going to suck. Is this going to take days to get my TikTok counter back up? Based off of usually, I got to email multiple avenues, which they've. I've been having other issues on that account still with them hiding certain content that was going viral. So not to say they're not involved in that class action suit, but stuff has started going on there a long time ago. But. You know, it's frustrating. You try to do stuff and in, in, in work and like you got little stupid shit like this that goes on. It's really frustrating. Hello, hello. Walter, good to see you on, buddy. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, I think it's odd. I'm speaking about WWE answering a question and that is what just got my account permanently banned, as they said, like they said last time. Um, which just makes it more complicated to like to go in and uh, but it, it, and again that could be multiple reasons why that just happened. But I'm gonna have to go fill out forms and go email my three contacts that I have and say, yeah, it just happened again. Can you make sure my account is back up? And then in three or four days, well, yeah, there were no issues. Hello, hello. Hello. No, I'm happy for uh, Cody and hope everything continues to go well for him. Yeah, WWE, I've told you guys this before. Everybody is, is expendable to them. They don't, they don't personally care about anybody. Um, and it is up to like the talent. You have your relationships when you're there. But I, I just tell people, the people that all got used to get dressed next to the men and women that are there when I was there, they're, they're, they're gone and they're, they're suddenly gone and you'll see like, it's a very, and people want to think like, Oh, it would never happen to me or I'll be in control of it. And 
you know, I was in control of mine and walked out with that. Very few people have ever done that in the history of the business. Very, very few. Very few people just let their contracts expire. They just kind of stay on until they get fired because it's just a fear thing that they create and the environment they create with everything. But, you know, I've seen it with people. Was it Mark Eaton, the guy that used to throw the beers to Stone Cold? I'll never forget the day. I remember everybody going around saying that they just fired him. And they like, he was because he was making more money and they replaced him with a guy that was making no money. And that was just the way, like, there's just no loyalty there. A guy that was there 25, 30 years, you just fire. Like, you, there's just different ways to go about. And it's like, and it, it is, but it, the reasons for why it's being done is for financial greed. And it, it's not because it's to keep the company profitable or going. It is for financial greed. And it is, and that's too, like the, the more money that talent makes, they, they avoid paying talent as long as possible. And then by the time you're making any kind of decent money, you're either completely destroyed mentally and physically, or like you're just completely burned out. And then they, they fire you at some point in time before you can really save up any of that money you start making. It's a crazy, crazy deal. Can you imagine the NFL or any other sport or entertainment or, or movies? We're like, yeah, Tom, you got to have five big hits or 10 big hits before we'll, you, we need 10, 15 years from you before we're going to start giving you some serious money here. Yeah. We're going to need, you know, uh, NFL, we're going to need you to play six seasons. Yeah. We know the average is only career is only three years, but we're going to need you to play six seasons. And then we're going to think about giving you a little bit of decent, decent money. Even then it's still going to be nowhere near. It's absurd, but WWE has gotten away with this for so long. And that's where a lot of it's just you have to speak up on it. You have to. What's going on? Oh, it's, they're evil. They're point blank. They're evil. Everyone that works for them knows they're evil. You do it for the money, though. And, and you, it's what and it, you, you love wrestling and you do it for the money. There's no other reason. There's absolutely no other reason. I love I love wrestling, though. When will I make another video? I mean, well, I'm doing my live show right now. So I would say live in the now and be grateful for the show right now. I mean, if that's not, you know, I don't really, they're like, God, I'm watching you live right now. But when's the next video? Like the next video is when I do the next video, man. Enjoy the, this current live video. What goes on in the minds of some of you is what I really, I really like to dive in. Hello, hello. Oh, there's no worse feeling to dedicate your life to something and then you get there and see how it is. It is absolutely the worst feeling in the world. 100%. I agree with that statement wholeheartedly. Yeah, like it or not, star power is based on look. Kevin Owens looks like a jobber. It's hard to get around that. And, you know, Kevin Owens, though, has a large fan base still. And and I'm not ever going to, you know, they, they work around that. I like Kevin still. And not everyone's going to be be jacked and ripped and, and right. And so, but I do believe you do need to train. And, and I, 
and you need to work out and you need to take your job seriously if you are in this. And I and I'm a firm believer in that. Um, not to say, and again, it's physical acting at the same time, right? And so I guess as long as you're able to 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 do what you need to do in the ring to be as believable as possible. So there's always exceptions to the rules with that. But I would say Kevin Owens at least is smart enough to know to cover up the weaknesses, right? If Kevin Owens had to go out and wrestle in a back black pair of trunks every week, that would greatly diminish his odds of getting over. He would not look cool unless he he found, not to say he's not creative enough to find a way to make it work, but it would be a much more difficult challenge, right? So what do you do? You cover it up and you 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 wrestle in, in different attire that where that's not, the body is not featured, right? With that. So like, and that's, I will never hate on someone finding success around the norms on that. And, and Kevin and I always got her along really, really well. And there's no one direct way to the top. Now, that being said, I go miscasting of roles. So, you know, but if you have other talent that are in roles that should be in the bigger roles, maybe then maybe he shouldn't be in that main role as often. Right. I don't know. Maybe it should be a more more supporting role at times or is a heel. I think he's absolutely I think he's fantastic as a heel with that. And I, I like his heel work. So I don't know. That's where but Kevin's not like a small, he's a big guy and that's where he's, he is believable. And so he's that, I don't think he's the best example, but I, I know what you mean on that. And like I said, he, he covers up his, the weaknesses or what could be perceived as weaknesses. And, uh, you know, you could say the same Mick Foley's huge. Mick Foley's a tall, big, big, big guy, you know, but Mick was never a guy that from what I understand trained or worked out and, but he had gimmicks that, and, and he was able to to do things where it wasn't. It just it didn't it didn't seem to to affect. But Mick was never the guy. Like even though he was a champion, but you know what I mean. He was there were so many other guys that were also hot and in that and that's what I mean. You got to make sure you just cast, and it's never going to be a hundred percent. But more often than not, you got to cast the right guys in the right roles consistently. Because if you don't, you get to the point that we're we're at now. Thank you for tuning in. We have, yeah, we definitely have a new feeding timeout. Throw another shell shock there. Shoulder backs, one hundred percent. Shoulders doing, uh, doing well. I, the shoulder hangs. I did chest yesterday. I'm uh, pressing ninety pound, hundred pound dumbbells, um, and like those are not that they're like heavy for me. I couldn't do even thirty pound dumbbells with the shoulder grinding. I'm now able to get 90 to 100 pounds with no grinding. And I have to be very locked in and very focused. Um, but the shoulder hangs are opening up my thing, my joint, where I'm not getting the grinding and I'm doing all the scar tissue work. It is, it's just repetitive day-to-day -day actions. I'm so much ahead of where I just was last year. And like where I just know I keep getting better and better. And I'm, I'm it's up to me internally. I'm going to get to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm close enough now where I'm going to just keep continuing what I'm doing and I can go back and it's, we're, we're, we're getting there. It is just, it is a daily and weekly consistent schedule of doing what I am doing. And my body, I look very, very good right now. I feel very, very good. I'm just trying to get this because it was game over done. And like, I am, I'm very greedy with my health. I never want to live in the pain and in, in what I was in before. And I've spent years now, six years, getting my health to this point. So I will be very conservative 
on making that call. And I'm going to make the call because I, I know how to I know how to, to, to put the foot on the pedal when I need to. And my training is in my conditioning is very, very intense right now. It is just a matter of continue to do what I do and, and week in and week out. I can know I, I see where I'm at and I'm like and I and I can tell like after my chest, my shoulders not killing me after my shoulder, my shoulder or chest sessions. Right. And that is a very good sign as whereas there were a lot of times that like even if I got like a little grinding here and there, it would cause a lot of pain. And even though that would leave pretty quickly, it's still it's pain that I was like, I can't because it, it it adds up. And when you're dealing with like in wrestling and different things, it's like I just got to get this to a place where it's it's super stable and strong. And we're going to be good to go. But in the meantime, I'm super busy with everything with Phoebe More Nutrition and everything, the, the podcast and and everything with the branding that I'm doing and the content creation and all that and all the legal stuff. So I'm like, I'm busy. Super, super chat. The dumbest Brad Main 20. Thank you. The dumbest thing WWE says, in my opinion, is we put smiles on faces as they love the profit. And there's nothing wrong. So there's nothing wrong. And again, I think internally as humans, we all have, we have a weird thing with us. And this is a good, good question statement. I've often thought about this. We, for whatever reason, we get mad at people selling. Why though? If people are selling something that is good for us and helpful to people and giving us a product of service and profiting in, in that is a win-win for everybody. But what happens is I think people have, bad memories of people selling things that are bad and taking advantage. Right. But that doesn't mean that is, and there's, that's not every seller with that, but I think WWE has such a negative reputation and we see how they treat the talent because the proof is in the pudding on how they treat people. Right. With that. So when we hear them say these phrases, we just know you're full of it. You're full of shit. And we could see right through it. Some of the hardcore in the, they can't see through it. But the rest of us with common sense and logic go, yeah, we see right through that. So that's why you feel the way that you do towards them with that. I appreciate all the love and support, guys. Also, guys, the the best thing that you could do uh, if people are spamming the chat is not say stop spamming the chat. Um, I will see them and block them, guys. That just simply fills the chat up more with, with more space. That makes it difficult to see questions. Unless you do the super chats, I could pull those up usually and see those right away. Yeah, don't worry, guys. I will get around to shell shocking them at some point in time. Kyle says, I'll never understand how people could sit behind a screen and spam like, haha, that they'll show him. Yeah, trust me. I, I it is uh to this day, I, I it, it's odd how the algorithm on here, all these people that follow me, over four hundred thousand, so many people don't get the notifications, but yet these people that don't like me and hate me are ranting are still able to see that I'm going live. And there's so many odd little things I've seen. It's like on Twitter when I make a post and I could see, and it's like one of the first responses is from somebody. It's a negative, hateful comment with almost zero followers, zero following, zero, no followers or one or two and no followers, no profile picture. 
just reeks of a bot account, a WWE bot account, and saying something negative and hateful towards me that doesn't follow me is always almost one of the first times whenever I make a post on Twitter, I go, that is just doesn't seem accurate. Like, how is that a thing when I'm my own followers aren't even seeing my post, but these people that don't follow me, that hate me, that have no followers, how are they getting access to my account? It's just so many little things. That's why I cannot wait for all of this. It is going to be, it is, it is going to be a, a joyous, joyous occasion for me. Did I miss? Hold on, I think I missed another super chat. Orbitary, thank you very much. I definitely believe there's a personal agenda against you and, and some others. Notice the YouTube Lamia channel today has been taking a lot of digs uh, at you as of late. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure I don't even know. That's been blocked for years. All that stuff. All they do is post negative, hateful stuff. And all I just say, just watch my content. And then you can form your opinions on that. Um, I've never seen anything that they've posted that is accurate or anything from anything from the majority of them. It's usually just lies and clickbait, hateful things and I just I tell you guys don't watch that stuff, just block them, and that's the best thing you could do. But that's why I put on Twitter. I put a post one plus one equals two, and one plus one equals three. The one plus one equals three got a lot more interaction and and impressions. Which is and I just I waited a day and then I looked at the analytics and it just confirmed even on a very basic level, even on my suppressed restricted account, posting lies typically gets more views than posting the truth, right? And, and that is, it, it's a verily, when you have people out there that are willing to, to profit off of hurting other people and, and saying negative and hateful things, right? You got to look at that. Don't support those channels. Don't watch those videos. Block them and don't give them the views. But there's always, there's that audience of people that feed into that stuff and they, 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 they just eat it up because they're not happy or they like watching things. People talk trash about other people in like negative ways, making up things and but all those people are going to get what they what they're owed at some point in time and with all of that. And you know, if you ever look at the people, look at the people running that stuff and look, just take a look at them. That's all. You know what I mean? Those, those are not people you should be be listening to on on anything with that. And it, it's it's just it's a horrible way to make money, and it is what it is. But you know, I don't need you guys to believe. I already know what's going on on everything. I've lived it. So, and, and like I said, I get my health back and. It's just live in the real world as much as possible. And it's unfortunate no matter what I do and no matter what you do in the world, the best thing is to just, especially when you're successful or of fame is to live in the real world as much as possible and stay. And unfortunately, and I mean to disconnect from this, like even this is something it's great to talk to you guys. Right. <clears throat> but if things get back to normal and the numbers go up what they should be with that and, and even though this is helping people and I like this, but like, and so this is the perfect example, but the other social medias and it's avoiding just all the BS in the comments as much as possible and just living life. And that, because no matter what you do, no matter what success you have, and no matter how good of a person you are, and there's always going to be that thing or those people and they're just looking and they're looking and they want to hate and they're distracted. And it's uh, you become targets for that. And like I said, I think it even in, in is, uh, aggravating or upsetting as it could be that they, these places are still coming out with all this content. I tell you, and I look at that, I go, 
it's a good thing in the sense that, that I've been off TV for six years and they talk about me just as much as ever. Right. And so look at that as I say they're doing me a favor because I could just go play a heel role in wrestling and have the most heat in all of wrestling like that. I already know that with the fact I think I can come back and be the biggest baby face like that because I can attract casual viewers and I always did. And I have that confidence and some people might not like that, but it's a fact. And it, I really believe I'm the most polarizing person in wrestling, whether I'm involved in it or not. And I was like, I'm so polarizing. WWE wanted my social media accounts and, and, and tried to literally take them from me. And when they couldn't get them, they silenced me everywhere. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But I've always had an ability to connect because I'm genuine and I'm real. And I don't put up with BS and a lot of people like that. And there's going to be people that hate that as well. But there's a lot of people that like that and admire that and respect that. And it's like they've, they've done their best. And even so, I've grown and, and dealt with stuff. But, you know, just look at the TikTok stuff. It's crazy, right? But I'll get it fixed because I won't give up on it. Whereas a lot of people go, oh, I'm just going to go keep doing my thing and not... I, I, my business I, it depends on me and my future depends on the actions I take now. So I got to be very proactive with all this stuff. <sighs> Another shell shock. Super chat. Uh, hold on. A. Jones, 38. Thank you for the super chat. You did some matches against local competitors on WWE against jobbers or guys half third your size. What uh, are the point of those matches? Just wondering. Thank you. You're extremely motivating. Um, so, you know, I'll tell you when I was going, when I, we started doing that and I saw that they were picking the, the, the guys that were the least physically imposing um and, and I, I questioned it, what we were doing, and, and and I don't think I was wrong in questioning it because I think that it had the potential to go wrong massively um, had I not structured the matches the way that we structured them. I think if I would have – when I saw what we were doing and that we were going to keep doing – I instantly said to myself, I need to make I need to make this a spectacle that people need to tune in, that they're going to see a train wreck. They are going to see they, – they are watching people get dropped into the shark tank every week. And that was the mindset that I took in, in, that, in that role to make that as much – and it, it stood out because it was completely different than anything going on in the shows that we'd seen. And it was different than your local regular squash matches where if you see a lot of guys, they don't do a lot of things. Or they don't do a lot of cool things, and they just do a couple things, and they beat the guy really quick, and it, it it gets boring, right? But I go, if I could throw these people around or do things to them and hit them in ways that they're not used to seeing, we could do something with this. And then and then it was the, you know, start picking up two guys at one time, even though they're on the smaller end. They're still, it's a lot of weight, four or 500 pounds at different times with the different people. And, and once we got to the main roster with some of the guys, right? But, but it's not a, a light amount of weight, and picking up multiple bodies at once is never – you've never seen people do it, right, For, in, in that style because it's not easy. If you ever see someone do it, they usually have one already up there and use the turnbuckle. You don't see people just throw two people up, right? We saw what happened at WrestleMania with the Rick Boogs guy tried to catch one. I, I used to do that stuff on a regular basis, literally multiple times a week, week for months on end 
with that. It's just it's it, it's and that was one of the big reasons it got over. And it was taking huge chances and risk every week. And I, I, I am not afraid to swing for the fences with that. But it, it, it was not initially. I remember I had a negative reaction to like Jesus. These are the guys that we're picking. And then the positive in me overrode that and said, how can I make this work? And, and all those guys did an absolutely amazing, amazing job. And it, it took on a life of its own. And it got me over without ever having to match against a WWE superstar, which is extremely rare to do. I don't know if it's ever been done to that level. but it, And I'm very grateful that I had the opportunity to go out and prove that I could do that. I missed a super chat here. Uh, Bill, good to see you, Bill Wild. How should I cycle off of the big guy test booster? Uh, wean off of it or cold, cold turkey for a month or two. I gained 10 pounds of muscle with it, and I'm afraid to lose it. It's one of those supplements, and I've had people that stay on it for a prolonged period of time, and especially if you're, if you're using it more for a, a, a testosterone replacement therapy. I say if people are going to stay on it consistently, they should still – what I would do is, is, is if you're going to stay on it long term, I would do a five-day on, two-day off routine. Um, with that and, and get blood work every six months just to make sure, right? I, I think that is a very healthy long-term way to use the supplement. If you're going to cycle it and go seven days a week, it's just follow the instructions. And again, you know, if you stay on it for eight, 10, 12 weeks with that, maybe you do 16 with that, you want to at least, the longer you're on it, the little more you want it, you're going to want to take off. I'd say take off anywhere from six to eight weeks. If you take off four weeks, if you do it for eight weeks and take off four, I think that's a good routine uh, with that. Um, but it's something I, I think if you want to stay on it more long term, the five day two to two five on two off routine is a more long term solution to that. And again, blood blood work every six months and just keeping an eye on everything and just making sure, you know, as men, I think it's always important to get your prostate checked and prostate levels and, and with all that. Uh, especially the older that you get, once you start getting into your thirties, forties, fifties with that stuff, it's just, it should be routine on your blood work. Just so if there's ever anything you can look and go, okay, right. With that, because whenever you're dealing with hormones and because it helps our bodies produce more of the natural hormones that we have, that's what I would do if I were you, but that that's fantastic results on that. I wish you had blood work to see what you started at with your testosterone and where you ended up. But like I said, I have people that stay on it, and I know that stay on it more long, and I always suggest that five on, two off. Hello, hello. Yeah, I saw... Uh... What do I have to say about USA gun culture and daily news of uh, the the killings that have happened? And yesterday, I put a tweet out on for horrible, horrible situation that once again happened yesterday in Texas. And uh, I think, like everybody, it's you're you're saddened and then filled with anger. And and I will say, I'm very happy to see that the guy that did it, the that he was was gone. That's, that's at least one victory in this horrific thing is that that person is no longer on this planet, but he did the damage before going out. And I'll never understand taking innocent lives and, um, 
it's frustrating, man. And I, I but like it's we're dealing with, and I've said this, it's not a matter of the guns and having guns, not having guns. People are it's it, 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 it getting rid of guns is not a, a it's not something that is gonna solve our problems. We're dealing with we're at a point in time where we are dealing with a lot of we've I talk about idiocracy a lot, right? And I talk about reproduction laws at times that I believe we need to start having discussions that we need to have a basic, some sort of level uh, and some sort of law on reproduction laws on who and who shouldn't be able to reproduce because it just takes one bad egg to ruin a lot of good eggs, right? And you see this in what has happened when, when capitalism for bad has taken over and you see people that are on prescription drugs and prescribing drugs to kids and adults that are on drugs and having kids and people that are having kids that have certain mental issues because of specific things that they've had or in their lives. Like we are now like we're at this point and it's been going on and it's, but it's getting worse where like w- w- these people are, are causing massive issues for the rest of, of, of us. Right. And it is, it is, it's, it's, it's like such a difficult situation to like, well, everyone, because everyone's like, well, what's the solution? What's the solution? Well, the solution is we're fucked in the sense of that we have a bunch of fucked up people amongst us going around that don't play by the same set of rules. Because we all, everyone that's normal, that, that we, we all kind of want the same basic things, health, love, happiness, right? The ability to just earn a living and, and, to, and, to, and to spend our free time how we see fit as long as we don't hurt others. There's a lot of just basic things that people that we, we can all agree on that these evil people that are, and it's like, call it and d- disguise it however mental illness, however you want it, that evil people that like, they don't play by the same rules and they have no worries. They, they're not worried about anything other than this just causing massive, massive pain. But, you know, I do think schools, and I know a lot of them have different schools that have different things in place where they have armed security or armed veterans. I think that needs to be the focus on one school at a time in each state, focusing on getting their schools, having people and staff, you know, is do teachers, should teachers, should teachers be, have to take, you know, uh, what's go be able to carry in order to be a teacher. It doesn't seem like a bad idea for every teacher to have a gun on them, right? But that, like, it, it but what, because what is, you, you, we, you got to be able, the bad people are going to find a way to get them regardless. So, if, like, the gun stuff is if taken away from where nobody has guns, doesn't solve that. Bad people will always find a way to get guns, always will. It is, it just is, it is, it is not a solution. And that, and trust me, I wish there were no guns. I wish there were no guns on the planet. But then we, then we have just saw what our government just did, right? We saw everything that just happened. Like it is the, so that is not, not even a realistic conversation to have. It's what can we do to make sure that if people are going to go this route, they are taking out, taken out as quickly as possible. But we're dealing with, we've been putting band-aids on too many problems for too long. And we have a lot of major issues now that there is just not a one stop shop for how to fix everything. We've been going down the wrong direction for far too long and people can 
it is just making educated decisions and on what we choose to go do with our lives and where we decide to go and understanding that, you know, that there's a risk everywhere we go now. And it, it absolutely sucks, you know? I'm glad my garden people decided to come in the afternoon on Wednesday. They're supposed to come on the 1st and the 15th. I, today is neither of those dates. Hello, hello. Good to see all of you. Um, yeah, master of boobs, he says, this guy was loitering around for 30 minutes prior. He posted his guns online and sent out stories about what he was going to do. It could have been stopped easily. Yeah, that's crazy if that happened. Instead, TikTok's too busy permanently banning my account for streaming live on here and with people like that are putting out their stuff and that they can't right that just makes you like look at things like what are we doing you know it's crazy it's absolutely just it, it it's mind-numbing that that even is, is something that even happened uh, but in, you know i don't have kids and it's just an unfortunate i don't want them the way this world is i don't think it, it's beneficial i don't unless you can absolutely control the atmosphere that they're in in the majority of times the amount of people that sent their kids to school that didn't come home and the kids, the things that the kids that there that saw that are going to affect them for the rest of their lives. And, you know, bad things happen in life and we got, it's up to us to try to shift the negative into a positive as quickly as possible. But that is an absolutely as bad as bad can get. And you're filled with, with anger and rage. And, and what do you do? You want some sort of solution and there is no solution. Nothing's going to ever can bring that back or fix that pain. Nothing. It's a, nothing fixes that nothing and there's, and so that is where oftentimes we see the, 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 there's a lot of passion behind the conversations, you know, and, and people, people aren't wrong for wanting to get rid of guns. Like I said, I wish no guns existed. I wish if, I, but you know, if it's not guns, there'll be something else, but evil has always existed on this planet, unfortunately. And that's why I say, like, the more we reproduce, the more evil there is, because it just increases the odds. We couldn't get it right when there were a few people on this planet. We sure as hell ain't going to get it right with billions, right? We're not. So it's just protecting our environment as much as possible. And uh, and like I said, I, I think the conversation for the schools is having having people in place. And, you know, I think it'd be great, too, to allow, because you, a lot of people don't understand, like, a lot of this stuff costs money. Right. You got to if you have programs in place and security that costs money. So it's like, where does the money come from? And so those are the, the conversations that need to, like, take place. But it's like, well, what can we you know, I know there's a lot of veterans, a lot of people that want to offer their, their time and services. So I think it's just setting up programs at the schools. You know, and there's a lot of parents that don't do that, that would, I think, be willing to 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 do things to help to at schools where, you know, I think you have an endless amount of in with, with the parents that are able to help out. And I just think there's ways for security detail and patrol at each individual school, even though it's crazy. Like I can't imagine having security and people, we had like hall monitors and things like, but like having people that are literally, you get and having enough of them to where you feel safe and where the thing is you want it to be a deterrent from, from somebody walking up there 
thinking they, they're just going to be able to go in and, and, and unload on whoever they want. If you know that there's 10 armed people or 10 armed people and every armed teacher inside that you're thinking that uh, it's going to make this a lot more difficult, even though I still don't think it, it stops all the bat when you're evil and you don't care and you don't care about your life. Now you're playing with really dangerous, right? But at least it, it increases the chances of less people getting killed or being hurt, in my opinion. But I can't even imagine. It's a horrible deal, and it, it, it makes you angry when you think about it. But that's life. There's so many stupid things that just go on that just make you. And this is why I tell you guys, like, you can't. We all want to believe life is this, like, be positive and loving. It is. And you can be. But you, we cannot tolerate evil. There's just no plan. You can't. You can't try to reason with it. You can't try to, to, to understand it. We just have to, when we see evil, we need to eliminate it. And that's all that we can do. We need to say, we're not going to have this on our planet. We got to get rid of it. It's not trying to come up with excuses for it. It's no, we just need to eliminate it. So that's the one good of this. That one piece of evil at least was eliminated yesterday. And, you know, it, it's frustrating. I wish we could publicly torture that, that, that kid for the rest of his life. Just publicly rip off his toenails. Every little thing to cause as much pain to that person on a public display for the rest of his life. I think that would be beautiful. Unfortunately, our, our system doesn't work like that. Let's see. Yeah, almighty. All we can do is control our environment, though, and try to, you know, but let you know, the, the other bad thing is all those parents and people, I bet, I'm sure they're, all those were, were really good kids. Even if they weren't good kids, it doesn't even matter, but I'm sure they were all really good kids, right? And it's, and do all the right things, and, and that happens. It's like, there's just stuff in life that, uh, that we can't understand. Brother, yeah, I, I carry with me at different times. And like, too, like when I walk my dogs, I, I carry with me. I, I keep a gun. I have, I keep an ankle strap just when I walk my dogs, just because, too, I, you see people that like, there's a lot of people get guns pulled on them where they're stealing dogs for money, right? And I'm just like, I, I will not, even when like other things I care about, will not take any risk with any of that. They don't care how big and strong. If somebody has a gun, you know, so I was like, at least even though I, and I live in a nice neighborhood and keep it, it's just, you never know with that. And that's the times I never would have thought like that before. And that's just like, now I'm just like, I'm not taking any chances. You're just dealing with like and everything we've just dealt with, with all the COVID stuff. Right. It's like, what's going on? People are acting crazier than ever. And it's just, it's just control our environment as much as possible, which I've been doing that for a long time. But, you know, people that have kids and you send them to public schools and you can send them to private schools. It doesn't even matter. Like you're sending them off. It's like this stuff is it, it's that's why I'm, I'm really big on I, I really am big on trying to control my environment as much as possible. I don't like big crowds and different things where, you know, where people like that can have access to. It's just it's just too frustrating.
let me see. Hello, hello. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm not against, again, having kids, I think, obviously that's a personal decision for a lot of people, but I do think we have a, we have a major issue with like, and I know in Vegas, I've told you guys this, there are a lot of drug addicts and people on welfare and collecting checks from the government who keep having more kids and keep making, because it's more beneficial for them to do that than to go out and get a job uh, and earn an honest living. And um, I have, I've talked to people that work at hospitals where meth heads are having eight, nine, 10 kids the same, like it's crazy. And so kids like that are, are instantly, when people have kids that shouldn't have kids, kids are a product of who are raising them. And just look around at the world. It's a, and I was lucky to come from a good family. And, and then I learned as I got older that the thoughts that were in my brain were only from what I knew and what they knew. But we oftentimes look at the people who raise us on a pedestal, like they know everything. So how many kids out there have really absolute shit trash parents that are horrible human beings that they though look at and think that they're absolutely fucking fantastic. And they believe that their ideas and their ideologies and their, their mindset. Right. And that's where you see this ridiculous behavior where you're just like, and that is, I just think for the, for the benefit of mankind long-term, there should be some certain things that need to be checked off a box in order to have kids. And I don't think it needs to be increasingly difficult, but I think there should be some boxes that need to be checked because right now, no boxes need to be checked. And that is definitely a problem. Uh, hello, hello. But with that, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up. I got to go contact TikTok after this and try to get my account back up and running after them doing that. And uh, and yeah, but we'll be back on. We'll be doing multiple lives this week. I like trying to get them done early. It allows me to end my day. And uh, so we may hopefully get three or four uh, Ryback show lives this week with everything. So all the love and support is greatly, greatly appreciated. And check out my Feed Me More Nutrition over on feedmemore.com. Save 20% with discount code RybackShow20. That's RybackShow20 over on FeedMeMore.com. Until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more.